the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I uh, just celebrated my 47th birthday. I um, was thinking about it, and I'll never forget when I turned 21, I I, I acted a fool because I, I didn't even... I wasn't supposed to make it to 21 years old because of, you know, living in Chicago, being shot at numerous times, beaten up, pistol whipped, hitting with hitting. I have so many head injuries from bats and crowbars and all those type of things. When I growing up, um, I sat and I, I was very reflective on this 47th year, um, and it was um it was a good time. I, I I also came down with a I went and got a massage. I won't say where I went. But I, I never had a massage like that. They, I don't know. <laughs> My wife Deborah said it was it was it was releasing childhood trauma, and that's the reason why. Because I got a really bad headache from it. I mean, like, just just really bad headache, and uh, I I really I had to go lay down for the for the remaining uh, remaining remainder of my birthday. I should say. I have a question. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt no. you. Was it by a man or a woman? It was a woman. It was a female. Oh, okay. Just want to know. I I, I don't let. I don't let men massage me. Not I. I just I don't. I don't want a man touching my body. I understand. I. I do not. I. And if, if they don't have females there, I. I won't. I walk out. Okay. I just. I just don't want. I mean, you know. I, some people may like it. I. I don't want a man on my body. That's just. That's just me. It isn't it's not, no no phobias or anything like that. I just don't want a man touching my body. You know, people, I have that right. You know, people were wondering, so I had to ask. Yeah. The <laughs> oh, me and my wife both got one. Okay. We both got uh, a, a massage, so it was, it was, it was. I mean, while it was, ha- dude, I, I mean, literally, man, my, I, I felt literally everything going to my head, and I, when I got up, I was so dizzy. Uh, I went and and ate uh, lunch with my daughter and my grandson and, and Deborah, and um, next thing you know, man, when we left, because uh, we went to the new Olive Garden in um, Joliet, pretty big place, nice. I mean, the food was, I don't know, something food tasted better at that Olive Garden for some reason. And um, so I went I, after we left there. I got up. I, I started feeling really lightheaded, really dizzy. And um, so next thing you know, it, it was like a my almost a migraine related. I'm like, wait, this is what happens when you turn 47? <laughs> you get these really bad headaches. But you know, um, but I, I was really reflective on this birthday. I don't know why. Um, 
I guess, you know, having my grandson, you know, it was, it was, I mean, he's, he's just been so great to have in that house, man. He, you, I look at him and it's like, he gives me hope, man. You know, all right, enough of that, my, my mushiness. Uh, that voice you heard was the troublemaker making trouble. And he's, he's going to make trouble today because he's already come in saying, I'm going to prove you were wrong. Well, we, we, you are we, going to cry, Uncle. You're going to have to, at least one of them. One, uh, we do agree, but the other, you're going to have to cry, Uncle. Well, I, I still don't agree. Nope. I, 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 I totally, I, I think it was a nerve that may have been pinched doing massage signal. I, I think that's what it was. Um, but, you know, Vilan, we, I mean, we're going we're gonna to be talking about a lot of stuff today. What'd you say? You say something, Pete? Oh, I thought Pistol Pete. We got Pistol Pete in the house today. That's right. <laughs> my, my man. Um, but, you know, Vilan, I mean, as I... As I've been, you know, thinking and watching what's been happening in the, in the news, you know, I try not. I listen to the morning show, afternoon show, and other radio stations because I always try to bring a, something that nobody's really talking about. Right. And I looked, I looked throughout media, I looked throughout the CNNs of the world, the MSNBCs. Um, you, you heard about this kid who released this military uh, information, right? Oh, you did it! Wait, did you hear what was alleged? That we have troops on the ground. Yeah. Who? Who? who what? Did Congress authorize that? Was that authorized, or, or does? Because well, Joe Biden didn't authorize. He, it probably was his signature. But I thought con- Congress had the power to uh, had the power to give the well, Congress has to give the authority to the president to go send troops on the ground. What say you, Vlad? You know what? I, you know what? You just did the same thing Brett Bearer did. What's that? And I, I can't even get to that point without addressing what you just did. And I wasn't going to do it until well, way later into the show, uh-huh. but I'm going to do it now. What's you that? just used speak of the old guard. Okay. Let me tell you something, man. You don't refer to a 20 one-year-old man as a kid. See, white people do that to take the heavy off of a white defendant. What I mean is he's a kid to us. No, 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 he's not. After 18, you are a young man. And I'm going to tell you something. See, let me tell you something. The old guard uses this speak to take the heavy off of a white person. But yet, when these 13, 14, 15-year-old black boys are committing crimes... They say young men to put the heavy on them so they can put them in an adult category or try to try them for a high charge when okay. they're juveniles and the law. But do you see what you just did there? Yeah, I you know see, what, I know what I did. But you see, you, you just I'm telling you, the truth. No, 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 no. You just put power in my words that I didn't even put in. I know because. No, no, I was, no, no, no. Okay. Okay, you, you, okay. That's what the left does. But they, Brett they, said they, it hold first. On, hold on, hold on. They add definitions to your words that. That wasn't my that wasn't my point I or know, my purpose. I know, I know what his point was, and to I know me? what your point is. But I'm He's talking about speak. Speak controls the minds of America, especially white America. And when white America hears this kid, twenty one year old kid, they start look, looking at but him a different way. He's I, not a wait, kid. Wait, time out, time out. I've said this about black people that are over over eighteen. I I call okay. That's my vernacular and. I will not allow anybody, you know this about me, to change my vernacular and how I use it. And because, I've watched because, because it, I, I was not talking about. I, I don't get. I don't get your angst and why you are, you're frustrated and upset about 
I mean, uh, uh, playing semantics with words. With because, that word, at because least. I've watched psychologists. Documentary for, for I understand where you're coming from. I even understand where Brett's coming from. I'm not calling Brett a racist. I'm calling about the psyche. What psychologists oh, talk about that's how it's love. embedded in people's psyche to talk that way and words matter. When you call young black boys, I know white dudes can't use the word boy, but I'm black, so I can't. When you call young black boys young black men, you're putting the heavy on them. Salah. But this 21-year-old white man, you, you want to take wait, the wait, heavy wait, off wait, of wait, him. You're searching for a problem that doesn't exist. No, it exists. No, that doesn't exist, Verlon. It does. No, to call somebody a 21-year-old. Listen, to me, anybody anybody under 30 is still a kid to me, Verlon. Not to me. To me, it is. Well, that's to you. You have every right. See, here, and, here, see and here's the line of demarcation, Verlon. You have that right to say that. I also have the right. To say what I said. Do you and me know more than a psychologist or a psychiatrist? They deal with the psyche of the mind. I don't give a damn what they think, what they do. They get it wrong too. They, well, they don't have it wrong on this I because got, this has been controlling America's psyche for decades. It's been reported in the news this way for decades. No, what's what's been controlling the, the the psyche of America is having this trivial argument about a word about a word that says kid that that applies to anybody that I I apply it. To anybody that's young, that's wait at least twenty years. Okay, well, let me apply it with the law. When you're over eighteen, you are subject to adult criminal law. When you commit a crime and you're under 18, 13, 14, 15, you are subject to juvenile law. So the heavy is not on a juvenile, but they want it to be when it's a young black man, a young black boy. Verlon, okay, okay. Let's. let's I want to take this call because Mad Mac from Griffin, Indiana. I, he may be able to make my point way better than I am. Matt Mac, welcome back to Black and Right. How you boys doing, man? Oh, well. you did. God, did I say boy? I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's okay with me for you to say you boy. Got you, Valon. It's okay for him to say boy to me. <laughs> that, that's, just, that's just a good old thing us white boys do to keep you boys down. That's all. <laughs> right. Valon, when you wake up in the morning and, and you get to your breakfast table and there's a bowl of oatmeal, toast, juice, bacon, and eggs, how do you relate that to race? Because I can't imagine there's not a second that goes by in the day where the breath leaves your body and comes back <laughs> that you're not thinking of race. And yet, when I called you a month ago and I said, okay, let's be realistic about race. You name me one neighborhood in oh, the yeah. United States of America oh. that went from all you- white to all black that got better in any aspect Answer and that you after couldn't the break, speak. That's right. Come on, brother. Come hey, on, no, man. man. Hey, wait, wait, no. Answer when we when we come back. We gotta go to break. All right. Uh, man, man, I'll stay. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling us again, Mad Mac. Thanks so much for listening, Valon. You 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 trying to raise my blood pressure already? Is that what you're trying no, to? I'm, do? I'm pointing out the, the phone truth. lines are blowing up already, I'm and I haven't even given out the, the number yet. Uh, hold the line, guys. We'll take your call when we get back. We gotta return to black and white on AM five sixty. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Um, hey, Karen, you need a snicker over there? <laughs> Troublemaker, you need a snicker? No, I'm good. You don't need a snicker today? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, my. Well, all right, let's, let's bring our buddy. But, but let, let me, let me. Oh, yeah, answer this question. Let me I'm, answer. Still bring, I'm still going to bring Rebel Eddie on, and you can still answer. Okay. Go ahead, Vlon. 
to for Mad Max, I will answer your question like I did last time. I manned up. I don't know if you heard it, but you called back into the station and talked to the program director. You was patting yourself on the back. <laughs> you were right. I told you I used the phone of bro. I called my real brother. My we, real bro. You and I went because he threw our heads trying yeah, to figure it out. We both did. Yeah. And and my brother does construction and he, you know, he has his own company and he knows all, all of the black wards in Chicago. And he couldn't even tell me a safe black war, but he wanted me to use what aboutism. He wanted me to point to the white communities that had trouble. And I wouldn't do it. I manned up and answered your question and said there isn't one. So I mean you you're not you know, pointing anything out new to me. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. All right, prosecutor, did, did you hear that opening segment? I, I did. I, <laughs> I I think I need a 120 life right now. I, I don't understand what's going on with Perline. Well, oh. you're a prosecutor. You know what I'm talking about. You, 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 you know here. you've dealt with these cases, and you know what I'm saying is true. Psychologists has already spoken about this for decades. When, when the criminal justice system refers to a white person whether they're a teenager or a young man like this man who did the document drop they call him a kid but yet a 12 13 14 15 year old black boy that does a carjacking or commits a crime they call him a young man so they take the heavy off of the white man and put the heavy on a black boy. And that's wrong. And psychologists have spoken to that for decades. And it's in the American psyche to look at a young black boy as a beast. Someone, a, a young man. And they want him subjected but to that's adult a definitive law. statement. And, he, and, and, he, and they, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't do that. He's a kid. They're kids, not him. Let Dennis respond. Here, I don't understand why Berlan has to go in the direction that anytime we talk about age and we talk about people of color, black people, it always goes back to the criminal justice system. It always goes right back. Why is every time the word black mentioned it, it goes to criminal justice? Now I answer your question, Berlan, about boy and an adult. When does a boy become a man? What age? 18. What age do you believe? 18. It's 18, but okay. by, by law standards, 18. But when you make 17, you can be subjected to adult law, depending on the judge. You can be. But not in the state of Illinois. They made it a lot easier to avoid uh, responsibility. Because remember, if you, depending on which route you take, you're talking about psychologists, there are those that tell you that the brain is not fully developed until 26. 26. So you don't want to hold anybody responsible until they're 26 years old for any criminal action. Is that what you're saying, Berlan? No. I, Unless they I, want to get an I, abortion or sex. No, I said, no, I said 18. That's what I said first. The law says 18. The, the psychologists don't make law. They deal with the psyche of the mind. And it's in America's psyche that a 21-year-old white guy is still a kid. He's a young man. But they always use the right. phrase young man when it comes to 14, 15, 16-year-old black boys. And I don't like it. That's so definitive. All right, uh, Revelator, let me, um, let me go to the phone line. <clears throat> Jim from Chicago. Okay. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, happy birthday. Uh, Thank you, buddy. Uh, 47, you're still in your prime and you're ready to go. I, I, just have to mention, I, I was going to mention Biden's trip to Ireland. He went to the holiest place in Ireland, Mac. And which was, which was exceptional about it was 
when he visited the shrine there, the priest that runs the place had we uh, uh, performed extra motion at his son at Bethesda when he was dying. That's a Catholic uh, sacrament. Yeah. You know, we tried to get a priest and when we were dying. So he was amazed by that. They had a big hug, and that was it. And I just want to say about Irish politics, in the fourth, third, fourth, and fifth century, they kept the Bible alive. They translated the Bible. You can see the book of Kells. They, their influence was all over Europe, all over the world. But their politics, they were the first country to approve same-sex marriage. And then in uh, 2018, they had an incident where a woman died of a, a, a pregnancy that she had a stillborn. And, I mean, it was just a terrible situation. She was a prisoner from India. And they just had a referendum. They said, no, abortion, it's, it's legal. From here on out, it's legal. And it, it was a referendum. And it's the same with the United States. It's about 70-30. Right. And if you put it to a referendum, it would be about 70-30. to 30. And now the Supreme Court, we know that this Supreme Court has got a big decision to make about uh, this. Jim, what happened? Did we lose him? Okay. Oh, okay. Jim, well. call back. Uh, let's go to Robert from Chicago. Robert, Adam Toledo. What do you want to talk about, Toledo? Oh, I want to talk yes. about the, the, the main issue of your discussion is that Toledo is out there having fun, shooting at innocent citizens, just passing by. He could have ended any one of their lives yep. in one second by pulling that trigger. But he decided to have fun. People, other citizens, called the police for help. They didn't want to go out and shoot Toledo or anybody else. They called for the police. The police responded. And when the police told Toledo, drop the gun, that's what Toledo should have done yep. if he hadn't realized at that point in time that he was getting very close to a problem. But he continued to run. And at any second, he could have turned and fired at the policeman. The policeman did not come out there that night to get shot dead. That's right. So Toledo made a mistake, and uh, he paid for it. So yeah. uh, good luck for Toledo. And any other young man, old man, Kid. white man, black man, yellow man, <laughs> you want to shoot guns at people and the police are responding according to their duty to protect the citizens, maybe you win, maybe you lose. Toledo well, lost. He lost. That's so true. Thanks so much for calling us, Robert. Let's go to Marianne from Bensonville. Marianne, welcome back to Black and Right. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, I wanted to say to Berlin, uh, he kind of threw out there, he was upset that you used the expression kid. Yes. I often refer to my six children in their 60s as kids. <laughs> but I also want to argue, tell him he really shouldn't say what's in the mind of whites because mm. I can't say what's in the minds of blacks. Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. Amen. When, Thank you so much, Mary. They will always be be your kids. Those are your kids. You had them. But when white people, and I hear them all the time, refer to a 21-year-old young man as a kid and refer to a 13, 14-year-old black boy as a young man, well, I think I have a good perception of what white people think. Uh, no, Blonde, you can't. Oh, well, you just said psychiatrists. Even psych, some psychiatrists and psychology itself can't always get into the mind of people, but you can. Oh, good to know, Blonde. <laughs> good to know you can get into the mind of people. That's a good one for me, brother. Yeah, you keep, well, you, look, <laughs> I learned this. I learned this from a person very much smarter than me with degrees. 
he lets he doesn't even argue back with his person that he wants to be opposite of. He just lets them talk, and you eventually put your foot in your mouth the longer you keep talking. So if white people keep on saying a 21-year-old man is a kid, guess what? I'm going to keep thinking white people thinks this way about black black people. Um, Dennis, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm going to let Berlin speak for me the rest of the way. He knows how white people think, so I'm white. Um, so I don't think maybe I'll just hang up. Berlin, you could speak for me. You could speak for the white law enforcement community. I don't know. I I, I, I very interesting perspective you have this week. So, um, I don't know. I, I called my, uh, talked to my wife today and she talked to our son at Florida state and I said, how's the boy doing? So I don't know. I don't know if there's any racial tinge on that. Uh, my son is 21. I think of him as a kid. I know for one, the law thinks of him as an adult. Yeah. I recently had a juvenile client. I told him he just turned 18. I said, well, when you screw up this time, now you're an adult. But that's that your, that's like your adult. boy. Your boy, you can call him a boy. That's your kid. You can call him a so kid. So, what you're saying is that no white person can ever call a black boy a kid. No. I s- or, no, you're supposed to call him a kid, or, 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 a teenager, or, or a juvenile. You're not supposed to refer to him as see, a again, young man. You're saying you're not supposed to. You do not have the power to tell people what to say. That's the point. But I know, I know what's behind it. They're How putting, do you know? They, they're putting the heavy so, on a young black Philon, that's, that's not how the world works. Now, you know, I, I'm, I'm somebody that believes in the manipulation of language. I do believe that's how the left has controlled us through the man, manipulation of language to, for control. I believe that. But, Philon, you can't take every word that someone on the left or, I mean, someone says, especially if they're a different race, and, and, and attribute race to it. Guys, you listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. I almost missed it. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560, I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the mind-reading Verlon Nose, as Signor says. Verlon knows, Verlon knows he can read the minds of people now, especially white people. But I'm going to tell you something. When Brett Baer said that on The Morning Answer, Amy initially was about to push back. She said, kid, but then she stopped short. Dan didn't say anything at all, but Amy caught it. Like, you don't don't respond or call a 21-year-old man a kid. All right, let's let's shift the focus real quick. Yesterday, I was listening to the Sean Thompson show, and I heard Sean Thompson had a guest on, and I literally had to pull over because as, as I'm listening to, to, to Sean Thompson's guest, uh, they were discussing what happened on January 6th, and Cynthia Hughes um, is the author of the book, uh, let's see, Due Process Denied, The Detained, The Families, The Fallout. Uh, it's, it's, you can buy that anywhere where books are sold. She also just had dinner with um, President Trump and a couple of uh, women, and it's also she's also had a docu series. And, and as she was talking um, about her book and what it, what it entailed was how these J six prisoners. And I've been going back and forth with this guy. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just go just say his name is John uh, on on social media. But it talks about how there's been denial of due pre- due process for these J sixers. Um, they they were charged with crimes of violence for nonviolent acts. Um, the families I know because my buddy Cashley Kelly 
friend of this show. Um, I talked to him. I've I've been talking to his 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 fiance, uh, Erica. Um, families have been torn apart. Um, a lot of people don't want to talk about the bad actors that were that were in in the crowd. Now listen, people that actually committed crimes should go to jail. I've said that on this show. If you committed a crime, you should go to jail. We've said that, Valon. We said that. I don't know how many times since January 6th happened. Mm-hmm. And then with this, and also she talks about this video footage, footage that's been hidden. 40,000 videos. 40,000 that, no, that, that none of us saw. There was a lot of it that none of us saw. And it, it told a different story when Tucker Carlson came out about, came out and released uh, a lot of the video footage that um, the, the committee, the J6 committee, they had, they saw, and the lies that they were pushing from that committee. Uh, joining us to discuss this and more is Cynthia Hughes, the author of uh, Due Process Denied, The Detained, The Families, The Fallout. Cynthia, um, you are really doing a yeoman's job, and listening to you yesterday, uh, it brought a lot of warmth to my heart. Welcome to Black and Right. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. So t- take us through this. we got we got about three minutes for this segment. I got you for another segment, or two, if you have the time. Um, sure. What... Le- why is, what what lead, leads a mom from New Jersey to come out and take up for the January 6th prisoners of war, if you, if you ask me? Well, you know, before I, I get into the weeds of that, I do want to tell you, um, you mentioned uh, Cash Kelly. You know, yeah. Cash and Erica are very, very close to my heart. We've been very, very um, instrumental in helping this family. Uh, I hear from Erica often. And... Um, you know, I love I love both of them, and uh, we we've been able to do a lot for their family. Amen. And we hope to continue to do more. You know. Yes. Um. So, I I have a loved one. Um, he's my nephew. He's caught up in this. He was arrested in January of twenty one. Um, he's been in jail ever since. Um, on nonviolent charges, and he's not really sitting in jail because of what happened on January sixth, as I talk about in my book. Um. You know, he's really sitting in there because of offensive words that he has said and um, uh, political views that he has and uh, life views that he has. And, and, uh, you know, um, he's being politically persecuted because of it. And, I mean, I watched in horror, you know, at his trial, uh, uh, you know, D.C. residents sitting on this jury that were not going to give him a fair trial. Nobody is going to get a fair trial in the city of D.C., no trial should be heard in the city of D.C. We have the Proud Boy trial happening right now. Right. It's been four months. Um, there's so much corruption going on in this trial. You have a, a judge literally is trying to help the prosecution win this case and, uh, and a lot of fallout from that. Yeah. And as you said, you know, in, your, in the beginning of your segment here, yes, there are people that went to the Capitol on January 6th and they did bad things. Yeah. And there's no getting around it. And there's no hiding from that, and it has to be spoken about. But that is not the majority. The majority of people that are caught up in this are, you know, are innocent Americans being overcharged and being completely and totally persecuted. And you have families that have been decimated because of this. And you have women that have had to move. They've been evicted. Cash, Cash's family is one of them. They had to relocate. You know, yeah. Cash has been in jail a long time. Yes, he has. Um, and there's been plenty of other people that are, you know, in the same boat. So, you know, my nephew, he would call me and he would say, you know, this one needs help and this one needs help. And, you know, he had a few dollars in his savings account when he went to jail. 
and he said, you know, take a hundred from, you know, my savings and and put it on commissary for this one. And this wow. was going on, you know, for months. Yeah, Cindy, we, that, um, that's the music for the break. But I, I hope you can okay. hold on because I want to talk to you. I, I failed to mention you also are the founder of a nonprofit organization called Project Freedom, uh, Patriot Freedom Project as well. We're talking with yes. Cynthia Hughes, author of the book and upcoming docuseries, Due Process Denied, The Detained, The Families, The Fallout. We'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker. And joining us by phone is the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti. Uh, Before the break, we were talking to Cynthia Hughes. She's the author of of the book and upcoming docuseries, Due Process Denied, The Detained, The Families, The Fallout. Guys, please go buy this book. I'm going to go and personally order. Hopefully I can get it signed and autographed by Miss Hughes. Um, but um, Rebeletti, you're up next, bro. I have a question. So I, I'm surprised at the length of the pretrial detention uh, on these individuals. So maybe you could enlighten the audience as to why many of them are still in custody when in state court, many of them would have already been uh, released. Huh. That's a good question, and I'm glad that you asked it. Um, because they're Trump supporters, and there's no other reason. Uh, I've been to so many trials. I've sat in on so many jury selections. I've been to sentencing. I have never seen anything like what I have witnessed in these past, you know, well, year and a half now since trials started. Um, these these Trump supporters and these people that are, you know, you know, have conservative values or, you know, Republican values and don't align with the current administration, they're, they're, they're paying the ultimate price. You have you have a game of political theater happening here. And the people that are behind this game, they don't want Donald Trump to be back in office and they're going to make the people that follow him and support him pay the price. And that is really what is going on here. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And you have many people in Congress, in the Senate that are very complacent. You heard Jim Jordan, you know, we're hearing, you know, uh, rumors that Jim Jordan has said, you know, with the weaponization committee, they're not even going to investigate, um, you know, January 6th and the, and the committee that was set up by Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney where they left out a ton, a ton of information and, you know, uh, you know, clipped and pasted and cut and, you know, all they could with those videos to show the worst part about what happened. Like I said earlier, yes, there are people that did bad things. And, and, and if you assaulted a cop and, you know, you did something really bad that day, you broke something, you, you should be, you know, you should, I guess, be held accountable in front of a jury of your own peers. But that's not the case here in D.C., and it's not going to be. Yeah. And uh, we have a real problem right now. Yeah, and, and um, Cynthia, that guy that just spoke, is he's actually a, a, a prosec- former prosecutor here in the uh, great state of Illinois. Um, Dennis, you got a follow-up with that, with her? I, I do. Okay. And so uh, uh, under Brady versus Maryland, uh, there's uh, the prosecutors, both federal and state, have to make disclosures to defense attorneys and to the defendants. And I'm trying to figure out why all of this video has not been given to the defendants because it's all relevant as to where they were, 
did they enter? How long did they enter? What did they do when they entered? Uh, what other, what were undercover? They have a different term. They call them like some type of human asset or human sources uh, or confidential human sources. But it, it all matters because the part of it can be a setup and you, you can make different arguments in that respect. I, I'm very troubled by the lack of disclosure to the defendants. Um, can you tell us about that and all these other cases? Yeah, I mean, and and that is still happening. That is still the case. There's two things that, you know, your listeners and the rest of the people in this country need to know. A, people are still being arrested, still being raided, still being held in pretrial detention. That's really important for people in this country to know because it's unheard of, 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 you know, people being held in a pretrial detention for more than two years. Um, and secondly, you have a lot of the defendants, uh, J6 defendants, that still have not seen their, you know, their video footage, their discovery. I'll give you an example. Uh, we have a, a, a J6 defendant. She's from Pennsylvania. Her name is Rachel Powell. Unfortunately, Rachel broke a window at the Capitol. They have her dead to rights. It's on video. She broke a window. It's, and she, she's, she regrets it, and she wished that she didn't. She's been on house arrest for I don't know, 800 days, 800 plus days at this point. She can't even leave her house. She is getting ready to go to trial in less than three weeks. She has not seen her discovery. She was arrested two, two years ago. Wow. Uh, they took, you know, they, they, they took custody away from her uh, while she was in jail when she first was arrested. It's, if, if you had the time, and you certainly could call me outside of this call, and I'll fill you in. The things that this DOJ is doing to these people, it, it makes your head spin. And, and, and the fallout falls to the families. You know, there's so many women out here, you know, they've been evicted from their apartments after their husbands were arrested and they were raided. Children who have had to change schools, yep. families that have lost health insurance. The list is long. Can I ask you, what's the argument against bond? I don't care about them having to go back and forth to court. People do that every day from two to four years. Why can't they get bond and fight it from the street? Well, you know, I'll use my nephew as an example. Okay. Um, my nephew is a very bombastic person and he can be very insensitive with some of the things that he says. Sometimes he's a very funny person and sometimes he's not. And if you listen to my interview yesterday, you heard me talk about it. Um, he doesn't have criminal history. This is a man that was in the Army for 12 years until they threw him out last year. We had three bond hearings. He was denied every time, and you had a judge say, you know, you, you're, you're a detriment. You know, you, the, you know, the concern for the community outweighs, you know, um, the positives about you being released, and therefore you have to be detained. And, you know, their reference would be different points of history that he would talk about, such as, Quotes of uh, uh, from Thomas Jefferson um, talking about, you know, um, and, and the tree of I, I liberty. don't know the whole quote. The tree of liberty. That's it. The tree of liberty. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, he was set up by his roommate. He was yeah. completely and totally entrapped. You're talking about somebody who is not charged with violence, who doesn't have criminal history, being held against his will, basically, in solitary confinement for 23 hours a day for a year straight over words. Right. Hey, hey Cynthia. Words. Cynthia, um, we we got about 40 seconds left. Where can people find you? Where can they find out um, when this docuseries hits? And where can they buy the book? Do you have a website, uh, social media where people can start following you? 
and hopefully go out and purchase yes. that book. Yes. So the name of our website is PatriotFreedomProject.com. You can go there. You can learn all the, th- all the ways we help, you know, J6 defendants and their families. You can go to DueProcessDenied.org. You can see the first installment of our docuseries for free there. And you can learn how to buy our book um, um, on DueProcessDenied.org. And you can follow us on Twitter, uh, Patriot Freedom Project, and uh, also on Truth Social. All right. Cynthia Hughes, thank you so much for joining Black and Right. Uh, I'm going to, I, I want, whenever there's updates, I would love to give you a call and have you come back on the show. Is that okay? Anytime. Right. I would love it. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Cynthia Hughes. Guys, go out and get the book, Due Process Denied to Detain the Families, the Fallout. And it's, a, it's insane. We have a DC Gitmo. Thank you. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Um, Rob, uh, Blake Moore from um, YouTube, he, I, I stole that line from him, Gitmo DC. Uh, that's exactly what's going on. We have a Gitmo DC line. They only do this in Dennis. communist governments. Yeah. I mean, just hold you without a trial, without bond. You just you don't know when you're going to get out. That's crazy. Yeah, um, Dennis, what would, if you were the if you were the attorney for one of these people? What would you be doing right now? Uh, I would have already filed. I'm sure they've had a number of bond reduction motions. I would have been I would have been filing motions to dismiss based on discovery. All this discovery should have been given to the defendants uh, as soon as they were charged and. It just seems that the prosecutions go on without key pieces of evidence. It's really hard to defend somebody, uh, and I'm a defense attorney at this point, uh, when I don't have all the information. And, and when you're learning about it, you know, I, I can't even imagine people being on house arrest and uh, being detained for this long. I, I don't think that uh, you can make that any D.C. judge can make a valid reason as to why most of these people can't be on some type of bond. Um, but. This is where we're at. There right. are a, a lot of them are. They're American citizens. I, I, they are. You know? And uh, this is when the justice system is based on political prosecutions. I'm not saying that the, that the prosecutions are incorrect. Right. I'm just saying that the, pre-tension, the, the pre-trial detention is ridiculous in most of these cases. Yeah, but I, my, my thing is, um, how can you be charged with trespass when you were allowed, when you were let in? I mean, the, the very definition of trespassing. <laughs> I don't understand that part, Dennis. Let's go to the phone lines real quick. Let's go to well, Jim from South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Well, good. Now you don't. You can quit using your fake ID because now you're 21. You can drink legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah good, whatever. <laughs> it don't go over my head. I know. All right, we only got a minute. We, we only got a minute, Jim. Go ahead. Well, just real quick. Anyways, uh, Ford has announced in other cars that they're not going to have AM radios in their EVs. What? And Ford's, I sent you guys both link to your... Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Well, so I've been calling Ford dealerships today and saying, you know what? If I'm going to buy a car that doesn't have AM radio, I'm not going to buy that car. And a lot of people need to call these dealerships, and I'm sure our radio executives do the same thing. Call these people, say no car purchases without AM radio. Right. Oh, that's true, because they, because they know that's where the people are getting their information from places like AM560... Um, uh, you know, where, where, where the truth is being told, you know, that's right. Well, we got to be resistant. I t- R- really quick. I you said Trump lawsuit really quickly. We got about 20 seconds. Oh. Well, anyways, that, that lady that's trying to sue Trump for harassment. Uh, I was reading today that there's the guy who started Lincoln links 
uh, LinkedIn rather. He sold the company to Microsoft, but he's basically financing this lady's case. Oh wow! And then uh, and but, Trump also. I thought you were talking about Trump suing Mike Cohen for five hundred million dollars. Well, that's, that's crazy. Too. Yeah, yeah I'll put him on the hot seat. All right, thanks so much, um, Eduardo Mitchell. Hold the line. We'll take your calls when we get back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. You can listen to this show wherever you are and don't have to worry about any of the commercials or anything like that. We had a very good interview with Cynthia Hughes. She's the author of Due Process, Denied, the Detained, the Families, the Fallout. She's got a docuseries coming up. Please, please, please go buy the book. Uh, let's support somebody who's out there supporting Patriots. Yes, I said it. There are a lot of those people who are locked up, John, who shouldn't be in jail. They should not be in jail. They should not. They should have been let go a long time ago. That's my word, troublemaker. You don't get an argument from me. They should be out on bond. I know people that has been fighting cases from two to four years on bond. Yeah, but they should they should be able to do the same thing. Yeah, but the, 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 the difference is a lot of these people from all over the country. And they have to go back to DC, uh, so I, I get it. But but they should be they should be released. Yeah, they they, they can. It's on them to get a hotel or whatever else. They should still be allowed bond. You can't leave the state, right? Well, they they well, don't. It's right. not a state. Right. It's don't. not a state, right? Well, they but, want but, it to be. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bad because they know there's two two additional senators and one additional um, leftist. Um, um, congressperson. Right. Uh, let's clear the phone lines. So, cause I know Phil from blue Island, uh, we'll, we'll tackle that. Let's go to Eduardo from Midway. Eduardo, welcome back, brother. I heard you hey, moving. Yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah. Well, speaking of Phil, him and his friends and all those bozos from WCPT are welcome to my open house tomorrow <laughs> on Archer and Melbina. Open house, uh, tomorrow, Sunday on Archer and Melbina. So they way they can move into my house, and that way they can vote for the next time Brandon Johnson or some other Chicago politicians going up for re-election. Wow. are being robbed. There's no com- accountability for shoplifting. I mean, what is there to live here for? Uh, well, Chicago's going to miss you. That's true. Yeah. What's up? What, you you want to talk about Adam Toledo? Yeah, well... I, I I just don't understand why the police is gonna they're holding the up they're gonna be the police is always the uh, fall guy yeah. because I mean the police is are mostly controlled by white hierarchy and most of these are Latino and African American so you know yeah life is not fair for those people so that's why they gotta shake the police up and now Verlon can read their minds too so well no that. no I want to <laughs> respond to Eduardo and the caller that had called saying Adam Toledo basically got what he deserved. Listen, I'm on record. 
being for the police officer and saying it was a good shoot. It was a split second. It was a split second, but I'm talking about the politics and the optics. Yeah. Listen, the the police board, the COPA, and the interim chief recommended him to be fired. What do you think Brandon Johnson's gonna do? This is gonna be his overture to the to the Latino community to show that he cares. The man is as good as fired. He's good as fired, mate. Yeah, can I say one more thing before I leave? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. These big cities like Chicago, New York, San Francisco. They are keen marketeers over Republicans. That's why they get the DNC. I wouldn't be surprised if President Obama put in a good word to get the DNC uh, over here la- uh, next year. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, hmm. there's going to be a lot of muggins on uh, at that <laughs> DNC convention, brother. It sure is. That's, oh, they're going to realize what they're. Thank you. Yeah, take care. I'll thank be you. calling back later. All take right. it easy, man. They're going to realize how their policies are and what they're enacting. Uh, all these Democrats from across the country, how their policies. Um, have have affected a city like Chicago. Well, like, I I told you I'm a fan of wait and see. The man yeah. hasn't taken office yet. Uh, We're gonna see. You said something about Brandon jo- Johnson, but he this I I'm, he also has the, the, the this is a an opportunity for him. I know you said he wants the Latinos didn't put him in office. Mm-hmm. Black people did, right? Um, and, and the and the uh, Dan called them awful or something. Yeah, the awfuls. <laughs> God damn! Dan comes up with some terms. Yeah. Um. But this is Zing. also this this is also his opportunity to show that he's not anti-police. Not going. And not, I'm I'm just saying this is also that opportunity to do that as well. Your polite and, your and, polite and, speak and, isn't going to help. Help me understand how the mayor has the power to fire this officer. What do you mean? How, if everybody it, 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 says it, if everybody you got. Three bodies, well, two bodies and the interim. Revaletti? Uh, oh, Revaletti. How does the mayor have the power so, to fire him? Well, COPA makes a recommendation. Then it goes to, I think there's a singular hearing officer it goes to. That's what I thought. And then ultimately the hearing officer who's employed by the city um, will make a decision. And then I would anticipate uh, that if it, he is fired, they'll, they'll be in Cook County Circuit Court within a few minutes. I'm sure that lawsuit's already drawn up. I told well, you. Well, the, so. the, I told you. The union, the, the, the union guy was on the morning answer on Thursday or Friday, and he said it's, it's just a lost cause. Yeah, they're going to fight for him, of course, but it's a lost cause. There's no there's no recourse for him. Because he did his job. Yeah, well, he mm. did his job, that's true, but yeah. he's, he's uh, not going to be important. You know what I'm interested in finding out? I want to find out about the root causes of how Adam Toledo ended up where he was at in that alley with a gun. Because... We, we want to talk about root causes, and, and Brandon Johnson's going to fight for the root causes. We're going to find him. How did Adam? How did Adam Toledo become a gangbanger at 13 with the firearms that he had and was in police chases at 13 years old? That's what's the root causes of that? What do you think? You live in a conservative. Able to, you think you live in a conservative <laughs> state or a conservative city? You're not, you're, it's not going to happen. No, I'm, I'm no, looking, I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, social workers making. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if the social workers are going to be sworn law enforcement agents. Uh, are they going to have to go in front of COPA if something happens? So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting world. Uh, you know, I don't live that far from Chicago, and I represent a portion of it as a township supervisor. We uh, we have a portion of O'Hare Airport. So uh, I'm interested in seeing what happens. But, you know, John's being very polite. Uh, it, it's, it's going to go exactly as everybody anticipates it's going yeah. to go. The police are going to be... Uh, you're going to see mass retirements and people yep. leaving and transferring. It's not a surprise. 
but it, you're going to penalize the business community and those that can yep. like Eduardo and others will leave. Yep. Those that can will leave. Yeah. And, and, and because the cop did his job, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine being a CPD officer right now. I could not imagine understanding who's coming into office, what he, what he said previously, how he campaigned, uh, it's, 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 it's sickening. Let's go to Mitchell from Des Plaines. Mitchell. Hey, what's up there? Belated, uh, happy birthday there, T. Marys. Thank you, brother. What's going on? Um, you know, uh, about January 6th, we've got to keep this in mind. The extended confinement, the legal confinement, what they're doing in D.C. is done on, by design because those folks have the inside track what really happened. The guy that got a full acquittal from New Mexico, John and Verlon, he, he literally said, look, I'm going to showcase on video, this is not the, the story that Johnny Appleseed fairy tale that you want to project. And he got a full acquittal. So that when they released the other version of the, of the tape of the guy from inside that was, you know, he was walked in and there was nothing going on. It was very calm. There are two different stories. So the people that are having extended legal affairs that are behind bars, it's because they know too much. Yeah. They have had the knowledge that the fairy tale is nothing more than just that. It's to manufacture consent. Now, here's the worst part, okay? Uh, the, the Warren Commission, they changed all of the, the, the interviews with the eyewitnesses. They literally changed it. Veronica Adams, the girl on the stairs. This has been going on for centuries. And to, to, to believe that this somehow is going to come out and that they're going to get a fair trial is, is a joke. Yeah. You know, and in regards to uh, Walmart. Uh-oh. The, 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 this whole thing with Walmart is based on the fact that you can't have a, uh, what I call a viable business when you're being stolen every day. That's true. So when everyone talk about economic development in Chicago, hey, if you're the owner of Whole Foods or the holder of a Walmart and you find out that your loss prevention department is working overtime and that basically your goods are getting stolen, why? what, what incentive do you have other than to pull out and that's what's going on here? Do you hear what I'm saying here, daddy I do. Yes. If I was the CEO of those companies, I would pull out too. Simple as exactly. that. Exactly. Thanks so much for calling us, Mitchell. Let's go to Glenn from Oak Brook. Glenn, we got about a minute. Go. Yeah, hi. hi, guys. Listen, uh, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence are housed in Washington, D.C., yet they're completely being ignored. So why should Washington, D.C. ever become a state? Mm. Mm. I, I don't think it should. I don't think it should either. No, you, neither, you, you're gonna give neither power Puerto Rico. To the, you're going to give power to the Democrats. Neither Puerto Rico. Same thing. Puerto Rico, they're me. I, I'm, I'm with you, um, Glenn. Thanks so much for calling us. All right, Phil, I set it up. Rebeletti, get ready, because Phil is... Coming up in the next segment, and he's going to try to school me, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> you listen to the Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. We will be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. John will be right behind me in one second. But I want to bring on the line Phil from Blue Island. What's going on, Phil? Phil, are you there? Well, while we're figuring out these technical difficulties, waiting on Phil. Dennis, are you ready to rumble? Oh, man. What's going on? I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm here. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing Phil, but it seems like he's having some technical difficulties. All right, let's go, Phil. Phil. Uh, can I be heard? Let me, let me. You can be, yeah, <laughs> you, you're, you're being heard, but I got a question before you start. 
I want to go in on Revelletti. Go ahead. Are you? Are you going to show up to the black and white cruise with the shirt that you just bought? <laughs> Conservatives just don't understand with the 1619 hat on. Uh oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know I ain't I ain't never been afraid. All right. I mean, but that's a that's a heck of a combination. <laughs> that 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 yeah, saying I mean, conservatives just don't understand with a 1619 hat on. That's awesome. Uh they they don't they don't just just like this top this topic we're having right this conversation. Go ahead. Uh, and, and I said Revelary, I'm not trying to be crass for anything, but I I'm, I'm sure you can understand this, uh brother prosecutor. The truth is not debatable. It is either accepted by the wise or rejected by fools. Now, what uh, Verlon brought to the table this morning, everybody knows that continually, I mean, since our fathers were called boys, and they still want to bring young men, uh, uh, I want to think of Mike Brown, was he was called a monster. You know, and when, they, when it comes to black people, we're always um, uh, being defined. Well, as, it was, though. As, Mike Brown was a monster. Okay, but he he didn't shoot nobody in the freaking head. No, he just tried to he just tried to he, he attacked the cop who who he didn't murder nobody. Yeah, but the, he but killed nobody. Given the opportunity, yeah, remember, remember, wait, wait, remember, Mike Brown's DNA was found on the wep, on the officer's weapon too. Don't but forget he that he didn't kill nobody. Yeah, but he was fighting the officer for his weapon. Um, Mike Brown was a monster. Okay, continue, please. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. See, see, this is the the mindset that when the truth, you can't accept the truth. You know what I'm saying? You're going to keep on fighting against the truth, but again, that's, you just can't accept it. And that's, that's your fine. opinion and your fact, your set of facts. No, that's not the truth. A lot of people feel that way. And the same thing, like I say, with Verlon, you know, and it's, I mean, it's not really that big of a, um, a mystery that black people have already always been, been uh, called boys or, or kids or all these other different things. And who, 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 who is, who, who, um, who, who bent not the benefits. But who gets joy out of de- defaming other human beings? Yeah, who does it all the time? Phil, did you hear? Did you hear the conversation? How we started off? I said this kid, and I call you. You've you've listened to me t- enough to know that I call everybody kid. I don't care what what race you are. If you're younger than me, well, you're a lot younger than me. I I say kid. They're kids. That's what they. That's what it is. Well, again, it's just a kind of a derogatory. And a, calling somebody culture. kid now is derogatory. It's never. It's not just something new. It's always been. If you want to respect somebody, or if you want them to be uh, respectful of you, call them a child, or call them. I mean, because a kid is a pet goat. Let me put it. Let me, let me put it. Let me put it into this context. We always rail against the left programming our kids. Programming the populace. Oh, you can't say that word. Come on. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. <laughs> let me let me use this word. Influencing the pop the, the the power structure. Influencing the people. Influencing our kids a certain way. But yet, when Brett Bearer uses a word when it comes to a white young man as a kid, so he won't be thought of as harshly as when. That same white person, because I looked at Fox News for a number of years, I've heard Brett Baer and others call a young black juvenile a, a young man. Find it for me. Young man, so the heavy can be put upon him or you can bring him to a certain level to be charged as an adult. When you're when you're underage, you're not even responsible for yourself. So I, I know how the game is played, and it's not going to go over my head. 
I know when you want to take the heavy off this person, which is white, and put the heavy on this young, young person that is black. So no, I know how the game no, is played. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let, let Reverend Letty chime in. Let Reverend Letty chime in. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm enjoying this uh, back and forth now, <laughs> this kumbaya between Phil and Verlon yeah. now. Um, you know what I've always found interesting is when, when uh, I, I remember in the committees we used to sit in, and you'd have these lifers sitting in prison. And what do they always show you? The eighth grade graduation mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. And the high, and so this, you're supposed to think of everybody as a youth. All right. So is it when people are charged as adults, if they're, if they're children and they're minors, we'll call them minors, it will be very specific. So if they're going to be charged as adults, doesn't the judge have to decide? We've already decided yeah. the judge is white, I guess. Yeah. And the judge is just going to listen to the media and then the media will have a pro- will have the prosecution, and then let them figure it out. Um, but Phil said something I thought was interesting. He goes, well, a lot of people feel that way. What is that supposed to mean when a lot of people feel some way? The law and the Constitution don't have feelings. Oh, today it does, so, though. Come to on. Me, I'm just saying. So again, uh, if when we talk about young people that commit crimes, we're all going to talk about root causes and go down these different rabbit holes and pretend. And when it's just, oh, Michael Brown didn't kill anybody. So what does that even mean? So that's okay. That, 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 then he, what's that supposed to mean? We, we get into these, we, we go down these arguments of how we're supposed to treat people and what names we're supposed to assign to them. You know, I'm more offended about, and I sent it to you, John, that all that drug dealers are called drug workers. People on the street yeah. selling dope are yeah. drug workers. They're not drug dealers or lookouts or anything else. It's, it's, it's about normalizing things. So, John, you know what? A 21-year-old is not a kid. 18-year-olds are adults. And if you act like an adult, you'll be charged like one. If you have the mens rea, that's what the law yeah. says, yep. and that you acted as such, then you should be charged as an adult. Not a 14-year-old. We'll be more specific. Not a 14-year-old. A 14-year-old cannot be... They're a juvenile. Right, they're a juvenile. So they they fall under juvenile law. They cannot be sentenced like an adult. Well, in some states they can. Illinois changed that. In some states they can. Illinois changed it. So we can treat kids who commit murders. They could be up on their 21st birthday, and you'll be okay with that for a while. That's not a problem. If 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 it's not a 21, that's not a problem. The law is the law. The left changed the law here in the state of Illinois. If if that's the law in that state, if that's the law in that state, guess what? If I want to live in that state, I got to live by that law. Okay, time out. Listen, no, what you just said. So if you moved over in in Indiana where you can charge a a juvenile as an adult. Right. Right. So you okay with that in Indiana, right? That's right, because I chose to live there. Okay. All right. Fair. Uh, Phil, what do you got? Can I finish one more point? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead. Again, so uh, the brother, brother prosecutor said all that, <laughs> but he knows that the press and he knows that others in place of power, especially prosecutors, are always going to demean, especially young black boys. That's the language they use. And again, Come on, you have to at least, I mean, just acknowledge it, that it happens. Don't just add your head. And, okay, you're talking and, to a former prosecutor who's prosecuted black guys, so ask him the question. Okay, I'm just, again, I'm going to ask it again. Does it happen that when it comes to prosecuting black boys or, or even black men uh, uh, compared to white boys or white men, there's a different language that's put on these particular uh, uh, race of individuals. Is that true or not? It is untrue. 
And and the media, as a matter of fact, takes a different tack towards gang members that commit crimes that are juvenile delinquents over on. And they talk about how they were everybody was aspiring uh, students and everything else. And when the police are involved and they make it out that these people were just trying to go get an uh, ice cream cone and they inadvertently were caught in a, in a bad scene. The prosecutors don't deal with race the way that everybody makes it out to the same that police officers don't use it from race. As I said this before on the Illinois house floor, and I say it again on the show, when I woke up in the morning, I didn't go looking at the race of anybody to decide what type of charges. And I didn't, my language was no different about a white defendant versus yep. a black defendant and, versus juveniles that were white right. and juveniles that were black. And we got to go to break. Not, it did not enter my consideration. Dennis, we got to go to break. I'm not going to accept that. And Dennis, you and I both know we dealt a lot with Cook County um, with their lobbyists, Brandon and John, Brandon Nemec and John Carroll. You know we've done that. And, and all of the diversion programs that, that you know, I guess black legislators were, were shocked to find out that, especially with Anita Alvarez, she did a lot of those diversion programs. And it's like, how, how, how do you not know this? And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, um, Phil, I've been in the courtroom, black, white. They look at the law. They look at the, 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 the um, elements of the crime. That's what they look at, not skin color. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. And joining us by phone is the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti. And I, um, Dennis, I think you're going to take um, some joy in, it in, our, in my next guest. It's actually, I don't know if it's my aunt or uncle that's on the line. Um, Doctors Geronda and Hiram Crawford. Um, they're the um, directors of the Pro Life Pro Family. Um, they're having an event coming up uh, on Saturday, April 29th at 8 a.m. I noticed that the location has changed. No longer at Hinton's Old Church. It's going to be at the Elements by the Odyssey in Orland Park. Um, I don't know who's on. Is it? Is it? Is it Auntie or Uncle? Who's it? You there? Hello, Auntie Geronda, Uncle Hiram. I don't. No one's there. Did they hang up on us? I think they hung up on us. Oh, okay. No. Um, can you can you hear us? Hey, hey, Auntie Geron, how are you? Oh, Good. Right. Hey, Uncle. We both are here. Okay. okay. Hey. Uh, so talk to us about it. Um, this is what your thirty eighth year in putting on um, something that your father started, um, Uncle Hiram, uh, the late yeah. great Hiram Crawford Sr. Um, yeah, founded right back in nineteen eighty five with the Pro Life Pro Family Coalition, trying to stop the pills and the material being given to the poor students at DuSabo High School. Yeah. You'll notice they picked on the black high school, the only one in the city they had to pick on back in those year, years. Yeah. Um, doc, I mean, either one of your doctors can, can take it. Um, I, we, I got on the line, Dennis Rebelletti. He actually just ran for uh, state representative. I, he and I actually served down in Springfield. One of the, one of the big campaigns ploy, and you guys know it because people were coming after because Roe v. Wade was overturned. Uh, good job. Uh, and Dennis was like, I mean, bludgeoned by that issue. Um, mm. What What did you say to people who are running for office and how they should address the pro-life issue? Well, it's very important to us because obviously it's about life. And we try to explain to people what's the major cause of death in the black community. And there's no question about it. It is abortion yeah. put together 
to destroy the black community. And so we're standing up against that, of course. And that's very, very important to us. It's like people understand that it was specifically designed. The Ku Klux Klan couldn't have done a better job yeah. of designing such atrocity against the black people throughout this nation. That's true. And, I'm, and unfortunately, um, you know, as the Bible says, they call right wrong and wrong right. And unfortunately, when you stand for right, you're attacked. So I don't know what to say to people who are running for office because um, they're calling right, right, and other people are calling right, wrong. Right. So. <laughs> oh, oh, can, can I ask you a question? I was at uh, Sean Thompson's uh, c- cigar shop earlier. And this um, conversation came up about abortion because this guy, this patriot came in named Dan, and uh, he's big on this. Now, I, my question to you is, what what's the problem with birth control? Why would you rail against the birth control pill or birth control? Now I understand um, as far as abortion because I don't like abortion either. You know, once once you've conceived and you know it's after four to six weeks, you you know uh, the baby has a heartbeat or what have have you, uh, you shouldn't terminate. But what's your problem against prophylactics and birth control pills and things of that nature? Because I heard you say something about the pill. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, anything that you think about it <laughs> disturbs the natural flow of life has its own problems. And that's why we have a lot of sickness and illnesses. And when people are taking such things, it's doing something to the natural flow of fluids in the body. And that's something very worth looking at. Well, you know, I, I you know what? And I like to call balls and strikes. That's why earlier when I was talking about, you know, language i called it on the left and i call it on the right you know being an influencer and you know when you take a stand against birth control i think you're going a little too far you know just like the left goes too far when they want to kill a baby all the way up into nine months or after the baby's born that's too far i don't think it's anything wrong with prophylactics uh, and birth control pills and things of that nature because you know, it's, it's called being responsible. That's what I was preaching at the cigar shop earlier, being responsible. And I think that is being responsible. Uncle? But you think about this now. If we're going to be responsible, we are going to get married and do honorable things with our mate. That is so important in this day and age. And thus, we have this problem where people want to go out and have multiple babies from multiple partners and which of course causes a multiple number of problems. And that makes, you know, good sense to us that you want to get married and have babies, get married, have babies. Mm -hmm. It's been proven throughout the centuries that it works. And now in our generation, we're having these complications, all these problems with children, not having fathers and trying to raise themselves almost independently. Poor mothers having to sacrifice. And, and today, of course, we're finding the grandparents end up raising some of these kids in many, many cases. Yeah. And, and, and Uncle Hiram and Auntie Drana, you know, a lot, a lot of people want, always want to focus on the abortion. Now, I know this. Uh, it, can, I, you didn't see my message. Can you, I want this extended for another two minutes. Um, one of the things that, I, 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 um, that a lot of people don't talk about enough, and I know you guys have spent your own money about when women decide to keep the baby, you guys also help with crisis pregnancy centers as well, correct? 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. As <laughs> a matter of fact, um, part of our proceeds go to the crisis pregnancy centers. The crisis pregnancy centers can have free tables uh, for displays. Um, yes, we support. Um, we're at all of their uh banquets and what have you, because we want to help women. We are here to help women. And these are things that are going to help women as opposed to denigrate them into uh, negative things. Yeah. Now, where can people find out how to get to this event? Where can they buy tickets? Uh, If somebody's looking to want to sponsor the event, how can they do that? They can um, call 773-960-5656. That's my husband's cell, as well as they can go online. Yes, they can call 773-483-1131 as well. And, of course, the office uh, secretary will be more than glad to get their information from them. And, of course, the $35 uh, registration fee for adults. And this year we're able to praise the Lord. Children and teenagers are free, and we really want to get the message out. And pastors and their wives are free. Right. And if they call and give their name, um, if there's not time to send in the um, money, they can just send their name and then we will, um, they can pay at the door. But uh, pastors are free. Children are free. um, Teens are free. We want to get the information out and we want serious dialogue about the family and about, um, you know, saving our baby. Yeah. And Spencer Leak will be the main speaker at this event, correct? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of our strong pro-life person that's been in politics as well as a businessman throughout this city. Yeah. Leak Funeral Homes. Yeah. 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 Auntie, Auntie Geronda, Uncle Hiram, thanks so much for calling us. Guys, go out. I, I'll, I'll make sure I post this on my um, all my social medias as well um, oh, to make sure that so people can hear about it. Thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, I'm going to I don't know if I can make it, but I'm going to try. All well, right. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you for coming. Thank you for the conversation. All God right. Bless. Thank you. That's uh, Dr. Geronda Crawford and Dr. Hiram Crawford with Pro-Life Pro-Family. We got an event coming up on April 29th. Go check them out. Um, you listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with a troublemaker who's trying to get me in trouble with my aunt and uncle, but that's okay. And joining us by phone is the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti. I only had one more logical question, but you put the finger up, so I didn't ask it. Do you really think it's logical or reality that you're going to convince most of this population to not have sex until they're married. I mean, come on, what time? Okay. What day we living in? But this is, I think, I think it's it's a cultural thing. Um, they they come from a different generation. Um, I believe my aunt and uncle are seventy something years old, mm-hmm. uh, and they're clashing against this new culture. It and, and guess think, what? Wait, wait, hold on. And, and and as a as a as believers, this is what his father taught. So I think, and, and it's running up against that that culture clash. Yeah, and you got. 18, but to your 19. point, no, I don't think so. Okay, thank you. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah. not reality. Rebeletti? 
Well, the world has changed quite a bit, but there's nothing wrong with talking about what used to be and what worked pretty well for a long time. So, uh, look, people can have different perspectives. It's actually good to hear an old school perspective uh, on uh, relationships and, and having children and having families because really uh, we celebrate everything else but that nowadays. So nothing wrong with hearing some old school thoughts on things. And that's fine. You can keep the 30 to 33% that's going to follow that, okay. but the rest of the country uh, won't. Okay. And to talk Dude, against, there are more than 30% of Christians in this country, Vilan. Well, they've Holy, done the polls. Okay. Newsmax oh, and everybody God. else said oh, it's 30 okay. 33%. So they polled 1,200 people. Out of that 1,200 people, um, 30%. No, that's not that. Polling, we, polling is a lie. We don't know how many polls that they polling did. Polling is a lie, Vilan. They even reported it on the morning answers to 30 to polling 33%. Polling is a lie. There are way more than 30% of Christians in this country that's who fine. identify as Christians. That's fine. But I'll tell you one thing. Even some Christians having some sex and they single. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, let's go to David from Lansing. David, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John and Verlon. Great. How's it going? Show. Coming in, coming in medium like a bastard hound or an Australian <laughs> shepherd. <laughs> I love it every time you call. <laughs> I love it every time you call. <laughs> okay, uh, a couple of callers. Uh, at least one caller brought this up before the uh, Walmart and Father Flager protest against the uh, Walmart. Um, yeah. You know, they're doing it wrong in one sentence. Here is the way that they should have handled this, and they still maybe can handle this. I don't know how late in the game it is, but they should have a few Walmart representatives meet in a room, preferably with security or something, you know, I don't know, but and say, you know, and have Father Flager come out and have, you know, have the community come out and um, discuss it, and Walmart can give their reasons why they're leaving and have Father Flager and his entourage address them. For example, I imagine they would do something like this. They would say, you know, our, our loss prevention is too high. There's a safety issue around Walmart. It's like in the parking lot. Um, you know, th- there's uh, just just general, like, Safety. We got to keep the customer safe. So, so how you how uh, do you as local leaders? How can you address these issues? Then maybe we can work out our stores thing. Yeah. Because you know, like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's kind of like, hey, hey, hey David, we got to go. But listen, All right, okay. and then he talked about going over to the Evergreen Park one. Well, guess what? It's safe at Evergreen Park. Nobody's breaking in. There's not a lot of thievery going on there because Evergreen Park PD don't play that crap. Yeah. You know that's right. right. So thanks so much for calling us. Uh, you're listening to Black Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I got some stuff in the, in the next hour, Blonde. I'm going to play from an African from Zambia. Uh. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back. Man, I love me some Marvin Gaye. Welcome back to Black Rant Radio on the M560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Uh, I want uh, Dennis, I want, you to, I want you to hear this. This is, and, and I really don't think Americans really understand what's happening out there on a, on a, on a, on a, on a worldwide scale. While we're trying to fight and do all this wokeness and all these, all these different rights for the alphabet group, um, listen to what what's happening in the world while America's being left because there's no leadership here. I want, then I want to get your take. Comes to Zambia with 16 million 
And guess what? It's 16 million only for Zambia. The 16 million, ask me, what is it for? What is it for? For human rights. Across the river, China and Russia coming to South Africa. Ask me for what? For what? For a military training and skills sharing of security. So the Americans are more interested in a transgender, homosexual agenda around the world. They will invest their money and give you money to protect human rights. Russia and China are coming with weapons and militarization strategies so that we can protect ourselves. So I want to say this very loud and clear to the Americans. Continue on your transgender agenda. (laughs) Stay there. Leave us to do politics on the other side. Because what we need right now is not a minority human rights activation. What we need is a societal transformation. And for you as Americans to think that we really envy that when you have an anti-lesbian, anti-gay, LGBT principle, then tourists will drop. Let me correct that once and for all, Smoo. And cut and clip this, and it must be loud and clear. Are you saying to me that all the tourists are gay? And when you hear that this is a non-gay zone, tourism will suffer. Question number one. Question number two. Are you saying that we don't have a right to expressing ourselves as Africans? Question number three. If democracy means majority rules and majority votes against a principle, then why won't you allow that to become law? Dennis? Milan? Man, you don't want to mess with nobody that's talking like that. Them Africans, when they... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when they say something, they mean it. I, I would just shut so, up, listen, and uh, abide by those laws over there. So the part that came out that, that was cut off was that you, the you, Americans was came to bring money to. They sent sixteen million to Zambia and sixty million to South Africa, and he's saying because they want them to, you know, stop all of the anti uh, transgender, anti LGBTQIM, ABCDM, you know, speaking in tongues. Uh, Dennis, what do you say? I, I think it's very simple. It's very clean, very uh, simply put that uh, the rest of the world doesn't focus on the things that we do. And they're much more concerned about their own safety and welfare than they are about um, other uh, people's the uh, progressive agenda. And uh, they need money to, to deal with how to educate people and uh, how to build infrastructure, not to worry about uh, woke uh, ideology. They don't. They don't care about it. But and, Dennis, and the only place we seem to care about it is here. But Dennis, the bigger picture is influencing. What I was talking about earlier, influencing. The left does it. We don't like it. We're talking about it right now. The type of influencing they do. Let's not do the same. Yeah, thing. but the the bigger issue that I think you 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 missed. He said China and Russia. They're not coming with the wokeness. They're coming to train us. They're coming to build up our military. They're coming to build up our infrastructure. That's correct. Where America, this is where America is getting left in the world. China is now setting up shop for people to use the wand. Think about this. Think about this. China is setting up shop to take over across the entire entirety of the world. And we're still here talking about wokeness. We're still here talking about uh, putting cops in jail. But the, for doing their freaking job. Yeah, but the left is about education. It's not, their way. Their education. Their way. Yeah, and it works. Because you know why? Because we don't fight. Hour three coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. 
This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker. And joining us by phone is the prosecutor, Dennis Revelletti. If you missed any of the first two hours, uh, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. Also, guys, what I want to thank everybody that's been uh, heading over to www.blackandrightradio.com, purchasing the merch. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't gotten yours, go head over there blackandrightradio.com uh, we got a lot more stuff I'm, I'm creating a lot of different stuff to, to put up there I got a, a frustrated series coming out frustrated Republican frustrated Democrat frustrated conservative and simply frustrated American wow you know th- those are coming out we're getting ready to put those up on the site so please 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 uh, you know you know the number one seller troublemaker troublemaker baby. in the room baby <laughs> troublemaker in the room uh, let's let's clear the phone line. Let's go with my uncle, Uncle Tommy. What's going on? Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing well, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm enjoying listening to your program. Oh, it's thank you. Something, something. Did you hear your brother? Learn. Did you hear your brother? I haven't, but I, I mean, yeah, I heard him. Oh, okay. Earlier, uh, man, I, I was just you know thinking about what you're talking about. You know, the thing with China is just ridiculous. Yeah. You know that. that uh, I don't know the president. He appears to me like he's been paid off by them, you know, because of the things that's going on. Yeah. You know, China's done moved down to Brazil and all these They're other everywhere. South American countries like Cuba. Yep. And, and you know, <laughs> and then they, they fly their, their uh, balloons over spying on us. And, <laughs> you know, you find all this out after the fact, you know, this is just unbelievable, you know, what's going on. And then what are we worried about? We're going around trying to influence and threaten other countries to go woke and worry about their pronouns. Yeah. You know, this is just insane. And, and, you know, when Obama was president, the African countries told him to take a hike on that stuff. They so did. I guess, you know, Biden is now trying it. And this is just, you know, he's like in, trying to enforce it. Yeah. You know, and it just <laughs> makes no sense. And, and and China, what does Sean say about China? Uh, about Biden, he's bought and paid for by by China. Um, I did, you know, I, I, Uncle Tommy. I I heard somebody say, I don't, I don't know, I think it was on Twitter, maybe Facebook. I don't recall where. Uh, what are your thoughts about what's happening over in Ukraine? Is this a cleanup mission? Are we over there cleaning oh, up, this, cleaning up any you know, and everything this, they got on Biden? It's so sad with with Ukraine because nobody knows where all this money is going. Right. That's. You know, and it's like a uh, to me, it's like a slush fund, you know, that the money goes to them and then it's redirected to to, you know, uh, it, 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 to me, it's like I'd say Chicago, you know, <laughs> you see all this stuff going on. It's payback time. Yeah. And, you know, these companies is going woke. They all, you know, contributed, you know, and, and you look at the thing that's so sad, all the destruction that BLM and all these other Antifa Causing all and these Quifa. Things. they don't deserve Antifa. Yeah. 
Yeah, over 20, what, 20, 30 billion dollars worth of destruction. And nobody went to jail. Right. But yet you can arrest these people, you know, at J6. And the ones that did wrong, okay, arrest them. But these other right. ones, like you said, that they haven't had a hearing to hear what they're charged with. And they've been in jail for two years now. This is this is not America. It is. That's so true. All right. Thanks so much for calling us, Uncle Tommy. I appreciate it. All right. All right. All right. Bye bye, sir. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Kelvin from Spring Vegas. What's going on, brother? Hey, John. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Good, good. Shout out to the troublemaker. And What's the- going on, man? <laughs> What's up, man? I was sitting here enjoying the show, and I was telling myself, I'm going to sit here as a true black conservative. I'm going to enjoy my hot tub and my hot wife, and I'm not calling in today. I'm just going to enjoy y'all. <laughs> but somebody must but, have triggered uh, you. Somebody just kicked my Ike, and I got I to gotta, I gotta get this off. So I'm going to come in hot for a second. Okay, go ahead. Uh-oh. Listen, we are not a democracy. I hear the African brother and what he said. If we want to be a democracy and think, bruh, right. we are not a democracy. No, he was saying and they are. The he left, was saying they are. Zambia yeah. was. Okay. Now, we keep repeating that word. The left keep repeating that back. We're losing our democracy. We're losing yep. our democracy. Yep. And they say if they repeat it enough, then they can change the course of our country. Yep. We are a constitutional republic. Amen. Okay. Period. And the reason that black, they trying this woke stuff, because the black community, troublemaker, you may agree with me on this. And if you don't, we can talk about it. <laughs> but the black community was the hardest community out of all communities to infiltrate and get into because there were so certain codes, no snitch rules. We had our own businesses. We had a lot of things in the black communities that people outside of our community did not understand, nor could they adapt to. I totally okay. agree. You proving my point, Kelvin. Yeah. Influence. Yeah. They influencing yeah. us with all this woke stuff. That's what right. that's what I've been saying the whole show. It's is it's all yeah. about influence. But go right ahead. Right. So the thing about it is the black community, which it should be a surprise to America, is just as diverse as America. That's right. You got your ballers. You got your drug dealers, you got your rich folks, you got your poor folks, you got your business owners, you got everything. So we are not homogenistic. We're not just say black American or African American and then scoop us all up in one group. You can't do it. So stop it. Right. Stop trying. Stop trying. You can't do it. And that's why the black or the the black community, and I ain't gonna say African American because I'm born in Milwaukee. We're American. <laughs> Come on, man. We're Preach. just as American as anybody else in this country, and we all got different hurts. We all got different challenges. We all got different stories, and we all we're overcomers. We all overcame different things. So therefore, there is a lot of black conservatives. This is why I support black and white until the grave, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> lay my life down for this show Thank because. You. The black conservatives have not ever, before this show, ever got a voice in mainstream issue. They just the left just said, "Hey, we're all black. We're the mascots of everything that's wrong, and we all got to help the poor black people." And you got rich black folks in the big like, "You don't speak for me, right?" Mm. So stop it, y'all. Right. Stop it. Okay. Talk point, to Kevin. each other individually. Yeah, and let's get it. You know, because I was talking to John earlier. I said, "Man, if you want to solve some of the issues." of the black community, black people are not going to discuss the mainstream you know, issues that we have in our community openly and on air. It's going to have to take a private yeah. black on black community, 
close the doors, turn off social media, get our black women in the room, get our black men in the room, and then we can speak candidly. You know what? Phil says that all the time. He don't want to speak in front of white people about our issues. He wants to speak to each other. So he he loves to argue all day on the phone with John about about our issues. He just don't want to do it in front of white people. So that he he talks to me about that all the time. All right, so you're exactly. right. You're so right. I, I, I think my, my, my suggestion would be if any legislator or anybody really want to minister and serve the black community is to even entertain having one of these sessions. Because there's some things that I, I have to say to members of our black community, be it the NAACP, be it our black sisters, be it the, 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 the nonprofits, be it the Urban League. It's some things that I got to say to them in private that I wouldn't say publicly. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. So I think that is an approach. So then we can come out and try to try to deal with some of the issues that we're having without being mascots of everything that's wrong. I got you. Okay, I'm done. I'm done ranting, now man. Go I'm gonna get back. <laughs> go back to that hot tub. <laughs> Thanks, Kelvin. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Dennis, what you what you think about that? You know, it's interesting that uh, Kelvin says that because I was on the house floor uh, a couple weeks back um, visiting and uh, talking to some black legislators that I served with and you served with, John. And the one thing that was interesting is that a lot of the old school legislators. Uh, of all backgrounds, they don't like all this woke stuff. Mm-hmm. And the legislator told me his district isn't woke, that his district, which is a majority black district in the city, uh, is not concerned about that. They're concerned about a lot of other things. And so it actually gave me some hope uh, in talking with some suburban legislators, the same thing that the uh, Democratic Party knows that they've alerted way too far left. And it's just not as simple as, you know, let it run roughshod. So uh, we can't just let the media tell us what we should be doing. Got to push back if you don't like what you're hearing. That's right. Uh, fight at every which at every level you have to. Or the uh, they, Verlon. The they? They. Okay. Can't, can't, can't just let they tell us <laughs> their point of view and then we, we accept it, you know, as, 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 as what, what Phil said, truth. And you I'm know, that's cute. the difference between... You know, the, what What the truth, the truth stands on its own. I'm going to keep using that word, influencing who has the influence. Is it the left or the right? They both use it. Yeah, that's true. You're listening to Black and Right Radio. Um, Valon's about to uh, make my blood pressure go up You're right. when we get back from break. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm Welcome back Maybe to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker. And joining us by phone is the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti. I know where you want to go, Valon, but I want to play something for you. Okay. You know, I'm sick and tired of these people dropping the G's, you know, getting me, you know, the Ebonics, you know, got the bottles of Hassas, you know, things of that nature who are our elected officials, even black people. Case in point, 
Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. Seem like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. Oh, but oh, King. that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last. But oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. What happened to the proper, I mean, the guy who articulated very clearly. Now he's a Baptist preacher, a broke Baptist preacher. And then, wait, wait, there's one more. Another person, she's a female and. She's a, what they call a minority, and um, she says it too. Here it is. When Donald Trump tapped into this idea of make America great again, there, there, were, there was times of economic opportunity. Here Wages rose chef. until the 1970s. I'm proud to be a bartender. Tender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Bad. There's nothing wrong with working Bad. retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. Bad. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Dude, I'll, I, listen. Wait, 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 wait. I, I got to get this out because <laughs> as long as you can, she can shift your inflection and, you know, and, and black people buy this. This is the type of stuff that I be, that I be talking about, Valon. I don't like it either. Listen, I'm going to be real with you, even if you like it or not. You gonna know where I stand, and I don't have to change and shift. And everywhere I go, I talk the same. There's no inflection. I don't drop my G's. I don't do. I don't do any of that. I'm John, just John. What say you? Listen, I don't like it either. Hillary Clinton has done it. Al Gore has done it. This dude that's in office right now, our president, has done it. Bill Clinton even did it to a degree. Obama, he ham, he hammed it up from time to time. You know, he don't talk all folksy all of the time he and he knows how to talk proper they all do it but everything you just play is show i'm gonna get down to brass That's my point bra- but i'm gonna get down to brass tax what did i say was gonna happen in less than a week both of those dudes is back in office and when they run for re-election i'm putting a bet out there to all of the listeners i bet they win by 80 percent or more in their re-election. I can see that. Let me, look. All the Republicans did, this supermajority white house, is made themselves look like racist. These dudes are going to be a permanent fixture in the Tennessee house until they choose to run for the United States house or Senate. Although it was the proper role of what the, what the Tennessee did, they shouldn't have done it. And I said that last week. Yeah, I said they should, they should have been censured. I don't know about even. I mean, Vilan, you notice that when they play these videos, they never played a video with them on with the bullhorn, you know, no. talking on the house floor. No, uh, Reveletti, you and I both know there were rules of the quorum that we had to follow on the house floor, or we could have possibly faced this. Correct? You there, Dennis? Dennis, how you could you could try to evict somebody from the house floor? or to uh, remove somebody, as I worked on with Derek Smith uh, and removed him, and the people of his district sent them back. 
Yep. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Uh, so so he's charged with corruption, and then um, he is removed, and we talked to the federal prosecutors about it, and then he was he had all the due process he wanted. Uh, he chose not to participate, and then he was he, he was uh, removed, and then he, the people sent him back. So, I mean, I can't fix that part, um, but I don't understand what... Why shouldn't they have been removed from the, the Tennessee legislature? You, you want to know why? Yeah. The I, optics. I want to respond. I, yeah, I, I, the optics look about bad. The optics, I don't care about the optics. There are rules. They didn't follow the rules. They incited people inside of the chambers in the gallery and in the and sat there with bullhorns to do it. And they knew exactly what they were doing. And you're you're living in the moment, Dennis. Long term, these guys are gonna be there forever, forever. Because always we're gonna be there. That's like no. There were nobodies. There were nobodies before they they did the other kid. The the other kid was somebody because the other kid tried to crack somebody. Was trying to crack somebody in the head. That don't make him somebody that's gonna be part of the Tennessee House forever. They were no. You let them have their moment. Wait, wait, wait. You ever looked at Illinois um, people that are? We talking about wait, wait, wait. Especially, I'm talking about. I'm just talking about people that live in these communities where it's, it's predominantly black. Those legislators, for the most part, stay there as long as they don't step out of line. Correct, Dennis? That, that's a thousand percent correct. So th- those seats are um, are theirs as long as they want them. And most of the time, then the goal, a lot of times, is to run for aldermen, isn't it, Sharon? Yeah. These people better. were nobodies <laughs> until these people made them somebody. Let them have their moment. Censure them. Shut them up for a little while. Like Charlie Rangel. You ever heard from him well, since Since he's been censured? He's dead, though, isn't he? No, no I haven't heard about Charlie Rangel being yeah. dead. He died? I'm thinking about Dingo. Oh, thank oh. you. I'm, I know I would have heard about Charlie Rangel being yeah. dead, but ever since he got censured because he was a slumlord, you ever heard from him since? Let them have their moment. You got to think long term. You just made yourselves look like a body of old white races. That's what they are portrayed to be now in Tennessee. You got to think smart. You got to play the game smart. Don't be off all in your emotions like the left. Don't do that. Yeah, but 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 I also uh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're right, Berlon. Just let everybody do what they want to do because That's you don't want to be painted as the way you're already painted. You're so right on that. So I forgot that white Republicans are already painted as racist, extreme, homophobes, etc. So they already were painted like that, and so they were going to get that repercussion. So they made a choice. They chose to do what they thought was procedurally correct. They, po- politically versus procedurally are two different things. So what? They got to go run around and go see Kamala Harris? Big deal. And the president. On. And the president. Yeah, but, but wow! But then was she? There were either one of them when those kids got killed, or those adults were killed in that in that shooting. Where were they at? They're they weren't molding, even there. They're molding these two guys like Patrick, like Patrick Swayze and Ghost. They're oh, go, they're God. they're making them into be Where's into symbols, and they're gonna be they're gonna be big. They're gonna be big. Okay, wait, so, wait, stop. Let me say something, Dennis. You and I both know this. This is what the left does. They push the barriers. The reason why we've gotten so far down this rabbit hole now is because the left has been pushing the barriers. They've been pushing to find out where the lines are so that they don't they know how to push and, and they don't care. So this is another one of those instances where they push the barriers just to see how far they can go. Now, why wasn't that called an insurrection, um, Mr. Um, um, counselor? 
Why wasn't that called an insurrection? Because the media didn't see it that way. The media said that there were two black legislators and a white female legislator that oh, she only stayed by one vote. Got it. Remember, she stayed by one vote, but she apologized. And the and the general somebody each person. Uh, now, did you notice though that she goes around with them, uh, the two uh, uh, black legislators? Yeah. And she she's they don't say anything about her, um, but. To me, they all should have been thrown out. Uh, they all got sent back right away in Illinois. When you're thrown out, you're thrown out to the end of your term. You don't get to come back within your term. So Derek Smith couldn't come back until the election. Right. So I, I don't understand why Tennessee wouldn't change the rules or change the law on that. Um, but, yeah, I guess bad behavior should be awarded, Verlon. You're That's right. Point. I didn't say anything just, about reward. I'm talking yeah, about did. be you smart. The optics. I you said, said about right, optics. Right. Doing the right thing doesn't always have the great, the best of optics. That's true. So, uh, uh, we'll see so what the right. We'll the see. Right we'll see what the right thing is when they're senators one day. We'll we'll see what the right thing is long term when they're yeah, when, John, they're, when, when they're, they're the new John Lewis's. <laughs> when they're the new John Lewis's. Oh, no, we'll real see. quick, real quick. What'd you say, Dennis? Real quick. Oh, I don't see. And maybe if they move to a different state, it ain't going to happen in Tennessee. Not in Tennessee. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor who's joining us by phone, Dennis Revaletti. Uh, I don't think you and Dennis have ever argued this much. Well, listen. Sometimes I have to experience my blackness. Oh, gosh. You know, so I have to embrace it sometimes. And I just had to call it from the outset of this show is certain words that people use. So you to, trigger to. Yeah, I got triggered. <laughs> you tri- first Brett Bear trigger, triggered me Friday. <laughs> then you did it. And I could, I just I, oh, I almost lost it. I'm good. It's certain words. I mean, it's certain language that influences people on the left and the right. And people need to be called out on it. I'm not saying you can't say it. But don't get mad when someone calls you out on it. It's called old guard language. And it's just it's, and you can define it as white supremacy when you say certain things that can influence the majority of this population one way to look at a people a certain way. So that's just what it is. It's been like that for, for decades on top of decades. I've seen the language be used on regular TV. They, they've cleaned it up on regular TV now, but on certain Broadcast, they still use the certain the, the language a certain way, and it's not right. Dennis, I, I I'm just amazed that uh, Verlon didn't mention that he can he can think for white people now, and he knows what white people are thinking. So uh, if they keep on saying the same thing, out. if they keep saying the same thing over and over again, it might be true. Yeah, Verlon, sorry, oh, brother. Okay. Now I I have to hear all the time that I was a white prosecutor who simply went to work every day to lock up minorities. I, I've heard that in every place I've ever been. You never talk like that, Dennis. You never talk like that. That was just people putting their no, perspective on you. This is, this is part of public record. This, these were legislators. I, I understand. That, those were, they're still people. I've been there for some of them. And they are people. 
putting their perspective on you. Oh, so what are you doing? You've never said it. I'm talking about people who I've watched for years until I cut the cord as far as cable. I've watched Brett and Sean and all the rest of them say young black men. and But then when it's some 21, 22-year-old white guy or white woman, they say kid. I That's not I, right. You've heard Sean say that? Sean, Sean, not, not I was Sean. Oh. I'm talking oh. about uh, Hannity, right? I was about to say, I I've, never I've, heard I've Sean heard, say that. No, not, not I was Sean or Dan. They, they, don't, they don't talk, they, they won't say that. They, they know what that, <laughs> Wait, they know what that about, sounds like. Blake Boy, I promise you I'm putting that on the shirt. <laughs> what? Verlon, the Caucasian whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> now that is funny. That is that is funny. I gotta laugh at that. One. I was I was trying to stay serious. That's okay. I like that. <laughs> but listen, man, listen. I just let people talk, and they put their foot in their mouth. Just keep on talking. <laughs> Same as what you be doing, though. <laughs> just I keep do talking. It. I know I do it. You do it. You know. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I know, right? Okay, okay. Um. I know earlier in the show, I wanted to get into this earlier. Um, early in the show, um, we were talking about the, the FBI and how they get involved in a lot of stuff. Um, I had this as part of my prep work. You ever heard of Tristan Johnson from The Federalist? I haven't. He wrote an article uh, on April 14th. Uh, 19 times Democrats and the DOJ deliberately politicized law enforcement. Infiltration of Catholic parishes, number one. The second one's FBI targeted parents for domestic terrorism. Remember that? Yeah. Remember Crossfire Hurricane? Remember that? Cross, it sounds familiar. Crossfire hur- Hurricane, the campaign to impeach former President Donald Trump before his inauguration began. That's what that was called. Oh, I think I remember that. Hillary's emails. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, what about the FBI raids on Mar-a-Lago? Of course. What about the DOJ now investigating the, the front runner for the GOP? Remember uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. What about the DOJ fueling the J6 conspiracies? Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's still ongoing, right? Yep. Uh, you got to read this article. You, gotta, you guys have to head over to the fellas. Read the 19 times Democrats and DOJ deliberately politicized law enforcement by Tristan Justice. What about the FBI pressure, tw- pressure Twitter to censor Hunter Biden's laptop? Of course. Oh, you, so you remember that? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. Oh, what about the What about the FBI pressure Facebook to censor Hunter Biden's laptop? Of course. Or, of course. Oh, um, um. Uh, yeah, um, let's go. Uh, the DOJ dragged his feet on Hunter Biden investigations. How about that? Yeah. And how about, well, they knew, uh, they had the laptop, what, a year prior, and no one else knew but the FBI? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's no weaponization of, of FBI and DOJ, though, right? Hey, I, I told you a year or so ago, <laughs> the FBI favors the Democrats. So well, you, you're not convincing me of anything. Do. All of them do now. Well. The DOJ cracks down because remember Brennan was was the CIA right? Was he? Yes, Brennan was the he was oh Clapper, Clapper. Well, they both were. Well, Brennan and Clapper, I okay. believe. All right. Uh, the DOJ cracks down on pro life active activists, right? Yeah. You, you remember that? Yeah. What about the th- number thirteen? The FBI connects common internet slang with violent extremism. You know what that means? What? Um, they were they were flagging common internet lingo as indicators of extremism. Extremism things like words such as based and red pill. Um, popularized, you know, the Matrix did that. And they also identified by the FBI as markers of involuntary celibate violent extremists or racially or ethnically uh, motivated violent extremists. You know, they create words, to your point. Yeah. Right? I think I got one in my head that's not on your list. Inflating extremism. FBI calls extremist shooter targeting GOP baseball practice suicide by cop. FBI covers up by a, a anti-Semitism. Whitmer, the Whitmer plot. 
and FBI took down Representative Jeff Fortenberry. Hmm. You know how about how about the forty to forty five agents that they had in the in the Catholic Church? And don't forget Whit- Rittenhouse as well. Yeah, I'll be right back. Based. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the Troublemaker. Trying to cause trouble, Troublemaker. Hey, Dennis, isn't it something on your mind that you was telling me? I can't remember that you wanted to talk about. Well, I'm not sure. There's usually a lot of things on my mind, but uh, (laughs) I I, I, I did want to talk about the fact that uh, I worked with a team of great people to win a library trustee seat. And uh, they were attacked by the Democratic Party of Illinois uh, uh, and a former state representative because they were dangerous people. They were extreme people. Uh, They were book banners. And all three were very successful. And, of course, with that, they're always always – when you stand up and do the right thing, there's always going to be pushback. Um, And as I shared with you uh, both, uh, the Elmhurst Patch wanted to talk to me because somebody, and I have a pretty good idea who that might have been, uh, as a reader, thought that my campaign fund uh, didn't specifically state that I could use money that I raised to help other people, even though, in a really, in, with transparency, I put uh, that I was helping those candidates out. One who's a family member, a cousin, uh, uh, it, it, I actually put my uh, information on there when I could have just gave them money and they could have done the same, the, the, the exact same thing. But you know what? Uh, you stand up to the Democrat Party. You stand up to those people who are going to be name callers, and and you can still win here. So that was what was on my mind, and it was odd because here are three people that were wanted to do the right thing. They wanted to represent the community. They didn't want to have woke politics in the library. And all of them were attacked, and they were all so shocked because they are just regular people in the community. You know, they're not used to it like I am or how John is, where you put yourself in public life. It's a library race. Right. And the Democratic Party of Illinois and Governor Pritzker put money in these races. And the Elmhurst Patch didn't call the governor's office for comment. They didn't call the Democratic Party of Illinois for comment. They wanted to talk to me for comment. So you see how that goes? Republicans got out of line. Verlon. And they didn't do what they're supposed to do, which is sit down, shut up, and listen to what the Democrats tell them to do. Right. And we didn't do that, Madison. And I'm not going to do it. So I wanted to help these people out. They all won unpaid six-year terms. And I think they have the right vision, and they're not going to be a a bunch of woke people. So I'm looking forward to working with them, uh, you know, to to help the, the community of Addison out and do the right stuff. So... That's what was on my mind. And you I know, I, you know, know um, Dan, Dan, Dan and Amy actually talked about that on Friday's show, on yesterday's show. They talked about the win uh, in Addison Township. They talked about uh, the library. Okay, really? Yeah, they, was, they were talking about it. A caller had called in to, to discuss it uh, as, as one of the bright points of um, oh. the election. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. I, yeah. I, I'll, have to, I'll have to go back and listen because I would have I would have called in, but. Uh, we worked with the Edison Township Concerned Citizens. Uh, they they went out. They were knocking on doors. We did text messages, mail, e-blasts. We took them around. And you know what? Uh, you, you, you have to stand up and you have to uh, not be afraid. And and uh, 
I get, as I've said this before, I give people a lot of credit for now putting themselves into what I consider harm's way is, is trying to be an elected official. But uh, these are all longtime residents of Addison, and I think they're all going to do the right thing. So it was well worth uh, the investment in in their uh, future. So yeah, I look forward to working with them. So I wanted to talk about something real quick. You know, I, m- I made a couple of Facebook posts to, and, 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 it, and, and to prove a point. Uh, just how far we've come from being able to express ourselves. And uh, I think it was uh, Cynthia Hughes who also brought up this, this comment. I'm just going to really quickly read the post. Uh, one of the, I'll start with, I started with this. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Uh, a nation of well-informed men who have been taught to know and prize the rights which God has given them cannot be enslaved. It is the re- region of ignorance that tyranny begins. Uh, we hold each other, uh, 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 Thomas Jefferson, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by the, their creator with certain un- unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, the spirit of resistance to government is so valuable on certain oca- occasions that I wish it to be always kept alive. Thomas Jefferson. If tyranny and oppression come to this land, it will be in the guise of fighting a foreign enemy. Um, Patrick Henry, our constitution is an instrument for the people to restrain the government. Uh, I, I, I made those posts to prove a point. There was, there was once a time when we can speak freely in language here and it wasn't called extremism. It wasn't called, you know, you're trying to, uh, it, it kept the government in check. Then is what do you, and in Vilan, you too. Um, wait, I want to, I want to read the, the, what actually, cause I, I went back and forth with this guy. And my last post was, I made these posts to show that the Founding's fathers spoke words that would offend this generation. They understood the exceptionalism of America. They foresaw this generation of tyrannical leaders. It is incumbent upon us patriots to keep the greatest idea to ever be constructed, America. Fight, never give up, and never surrender who we are. When did we give up, Dennis? Uh, we gave. First of all, I don't think everybody's given up. Right. I think that uh, when we decided that when people have little minor uh, issues, that uh, when you want to take away from big things, you worry about little things. And America has been so prosperous for so long and so safe for so long that people have forgotten what the real struggle is. And I think now is the time where the world is in chaos. Yeah. Our economy is in chaos, and now people need to go back like what you did, John, and go back to what the founders had to say. Very powerful stuff. Yeah, and the founding fathers will be canceled in today's culture. Think about that. Well, they would be canceled because there's that, that what they're saying is true. Yeah. And they spoke truth to power. That's true. And that's not what people want to hear right now. That's true. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. Join the studio on a troublemaker by phone, the prosecutor himself, Dennis Reveletti. Go, Vlon, you wanted to respond. Okay, um, without going into slavery and all the ills that white America did to black people back in the day, I want you guys to think of two words. Revenge and retribution. As we know, the left has taken over the educational system. And what are they teaching right now? CRT. What is a lot of the population, including white progressives and blacks, 
they are hating America and they are tearing America down by its roots. It's tearing it down. So while you all want to talk about the founding fathers and what they and what they were talking about, America is reading the propaganda that the left is preaching and they're reimagining America and they're going to turn it into something else. So, John, when you always say, hey, we have a country to save, I say we have a country to salvage. We can salvage as much of it as we can, but the left is not going anywhere and they're stronger than ever. I I believe in the pendulum swing that my good friend was on the phone taught me. Right that right Dennis. That's right. And the pendulum is sl- swinging in their direction. They have attacked every institution. Everywhere you look, they're there. These people not playing with you, John. They're not playing with you, Dennis. Revenge and retribution. No, no. History is what history is. No, remember. Remember. It's the transformation of America. The tra- okay, remember, but, fundamentally okay, transformed You can America. say what Obama said, or you can say what Lori Lightfoot said. That was the clarion call to the people. To, that, that was the call. That was the call that went out, and people have responded since then. Vilan, you, when you look at some of these issues, it didn't really take off until Barack Obama got into office and, was, and, was, and, and had the gall to actually say things that presidents before him wouldn't say. But let me tell you this. I just saw Brandon Johnson walking down the street using one word that took me back to a word that I don't use. Sean Thompson uses this word, communism. Oh. Only thing Brandon Johnson kept saying in a new police chief was, I'm looking for a collaborator. That word is synonymous <laughs> with communism. But Lori Lightfoot well, he's a commie. But Lori Lightfoot used it first. I need we need people to collaborate. And I and I keep hearing that word and I'm like, collaborate? Russia? Communism? collaborator collaborator means traitor but they've turned that word into something positive if you can turn the word collaborator into something positive you've lost this country so don't tell me that we can defeat them only thing we can do is salvage what we have and and give them their half and keep our half we can, we're not saving this country we, we're not saving this country they can be defeated no we can't no they can't they can be defeated. I, dude, I, I'm an optimist. Um, we got to go. But um, Dennis, thanks so much for joining us uh, on the you, show, Dennis. brother. Really appreciate it. Yeah, he's running from us, though, Verlon. He's not joining us in the studio. <laughs> I see how that is, Dennis. That's okay, though. I'm okay with that, brother. <laughs> when you get back in, let's, let me know, man. All right? Will do. All right. All right Thank man. you, Dennis. Um, you know, don't forget, guys, Belly of the Beast with Raquel, my homegirl, Raquel who I love, and Babette Holder are coming up next. Don't go anywhere. I want to thank our guest, Cynthia Hughes, uh, my aunt and uncle, Dr. Hiram and Jeronda Crawford. Pistol Pete on the board. Pistol Pete. Yes. Valon Troublemaker, again, thank you so much. Hey, guys, no go cop some merch for me. Help your brother here. Uh, blackandrightradio.com. It would mean the world to me. And in the words of my daughters. That's all for today, folks. Bye. Kirsten, say bye. Bye. I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul better go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Got up. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.